0: Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Max O'Brien, here today with Dr. Rosalind Clark, and it's day 684 since we came back on the air. Before we get going, I'm curious, Dr. Clark, um, you know what I'm planning to talk about today. How'd you lose the bet and get stuck on the air with me instead of Agnes?
1: When you told us you had another one of these, I bet, Agnes, that there was no way it could be as stupid as the last one you had. And when you told us, I had to admit I was wrong. This is, by far, the dumbest one yet. By far.
0: I admit this one is on very shaky ground, but I believe that in the search for the truth about zombies, no stone should be left unturned. Besides, as I've said on a number of occasions, just because this idea isn't the best... Or
1: accurate.
0: At all. ...doesn't mean that it won't spark some insight in someone else. New ideas are all about making connections, seeing things from an angle that someone else might have missed, using your own personal experience and perspective to take a concept and think about it differently. But you have to prime the pump. You have to have that initial idea, that first concept, in order for it to be put into the mind of someone out there who might have a eureka moment, and then suddenly, everything is
1: solved. Okay, Max, let's go over everything wrong with what you just said. First, eureka moments in science are very, very rare. Most discoveries are made through careful analysis, painstaking research, and a lot of trial and error. This typically takes a long time. Second, implying otherwise is an example of false hope, which is something I thought you didn't want us to do on this show. If you keep implying that a cure or a solution is going to come like a bolt out of the blue, then all you're doing is setting people up for disappointment. I'll give you that ideas can be formed and shaped by people's experiences, and that sharing them can bring about a new way of thinking about the problem. But the issue there is that your ideas are so out there that they feel more like you're just making them up as you go along, seeking out the most tenuous thread of connection. It's almost like they're entertainment rather than formal, rigorous thinking.
0: I have no idea what you're talking about. At any rate, aren't you the one who always complains about these taking up the whole broadcast? Wouldn't you like for me to just hurry it up?
1: You are always right at the most inconvenient times. Okay, Max, lay it on the listeners. Tell them your latest brainwave so we can get on with our lives. Thanks.
0: Okay, so I believe that the zombies actually started with children, as tragic as that sounds. Specifically, children in the middle school to high school range. These kids are notorious for lame barbs and put downs. Some of them are actually damaging, and the people who use those are called bullies. But I'm focused more on the ones who are actually friends those little jibes that sound unfriendly, but are really just kidding around. Nothing actually hurtful, and one of the most common is get a life.
1: Yes, Max. We've all heard people tell other people to get a life. In fact, I kind of want to use it on you right now. No!
0: Well, actually, it would probably be okay since I'm a grown adult with a stronger sense of self. (sighs) But to kids, those times are filled with self-doubt. You're still trying to figure out what you're doing in this world and what the future might bring, especially at that age when... Teachers and parents are starting to give you more talks about making decisions that are going to affect you for the rest of your life. Max, what's your point? My point is that at some point, someone said to someone who was probably their friend, get a life. And that comment was probably meant to be funny or a gentle poke, not meant maliciously. Maybe the person who said it was going through their own self-doubt. But whatever was going on, the person who heard it wondered if they literally had no life. Now, we as adults know that there's a difference between having no life in the metaphorical sense, which is to say you're surviving and not really living, and having no life in the literal sense, which is to say you're dead. But to a teenager navigating the world with a perspective that we might never know for that individual, it can be confusing.
1: So you're saying that they thought they had no life literally instead of having no life metaphorically, and that dichotomy turned them into an undead zombie. Now you're getting it. Listeners, I think you can see now why I lost the bet with Agnes. And you can be sure that I will never again make that bet that Max can't come up with anything stupider than he already has because he keeps setting the bar lower and lower every time. Hey! For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Dr. Rosalind Clark and Max O'Brien. The life you're living is just fine, if it's fine with you. Take care of each other.